Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. interview since like mid-March of 2019 Jeez. so it's been forever it's been <laughs> I have been you know with the pandemic and everything recording content on zoom like everybody else in the world right Shout out to Zoom. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a whole project we got three cameras rolling we got production we had Katie come set us up with equipment we got official microphones over here that catch <laughs> everything we have to close all the windows and you know Anyone who has had an in-person interview with me knows that, you know, where there's an interview, I bring liquor. So I got this cute little Cote de Rosas Brut wine for Bia and I today. Um, like so I said, we already went through how we started. <laughs> you know, we was busy, but it's so good. Feel. It's super good. Um, so, you know, Bia... I'm Thank you again for joining me. We're, I'm yeah. gonna refill you up because you know I'm a yes, I'm a it's so good. proper host. <laughs> I right, take care of my people. But today we're gonna really take a dive into Bia's creative craft, how she has been able to achieve her ultimate glow up through her music, and touch the lives of people listening to her. Thank you. Her magical <laughs> I already told her she's gonna sing at my wedding, so Bia is like, prepárate. We ready. Uh, <laughs> like she gotta black out those days, we don't know, but black out. Uh, so Bia, I don't wanna take any more of your time. You know, tell us about who is Bia Javier? Yes. So, Bia Javier, I am a singer-songwriter. I'm from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Um, Boston is definitely my second home because, you know, I went to school out here. I also am an educator, which is something that I love. Um, and I'm also, you know, in education, I've been able to bring music to my kids and my city, which I think has been super dope as well. So, that's a little bit about me. Um, yeah, singer-songwriter, educator, and... Yeah, that's me. Yeah, here she is. <laughs> here she is. Yeah. Um, you're actually the first musical artist I bring onto the podcast. Oh, so really hey. exciting. Um, I because I feel that I definitely talk to a lot of people about, you know, how they are driving and thriving in their present day. For and sure. I was like, I love the angle of really telling your story as yeah. glowing up as a musical artist. Yeah. And this actually leads into my next question, which is, you know, what was the defining moment where you were like, I want to share my talent with the world? Because a lot of us will, you know, have friends that's like, oh yeah, like they sang in church, they yeah. sang in yeah, you know, yeah. the youth group and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what was that kind of moment for you where you were like, hmm, I'm not just a singer, I'm not just good at this, like I want to be an artist. Yeah, for sure. So for me, you know, I grew up, funny enough, in church, singing in church, um, but it wasn't until 2017 that I decided to, you know, actually make this um, a thing, because I've always been a writer, always, like, since I was a kid, I would always journal, mm-hmm. always journaling since, like, 10, 
um, and doing a lot of poetry. But it wasn't until that year, 2017, there was just a lot happening um, in terms of like, you know how it is, sometimes relationships, it, it gets crazy. Mm -hmm. So I started writing what was a poem and made like made that into a melody and it was then and that was actually circles so i wrote circles which was my first song and then far away came about my <laughs> yeah so that was my first mini ep so 2017 was when i really decided like yo you know what let me just put this out i had a conversation with one of my girls and she was like yo this sounds dope you need to finish that record get this out and that's it you just wait and see because my biggest thing as an artist at that time, right, was like, yo, I'm so scared about, you know, if people are going to love this or mm -hmm. hate this. Um, but people were able to receive that. And I got, you know, the, the feedback that I wanted at that time. So that's how that came about. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I love how you say you were kind of sitting around waiting for, like, to see how it was received. Yeah. Because we think about music like, oh, yeah, you just listen to it, it goes in one ear, out the other. Mm -hmm. But I think when you kind of put it to be received, it's like people are really dissecting the words, like how I just said. I love Far Away, Thank and you. when I listen to it, like, I understand, I just said every word, I'm like, this is such a good song, and it's like, I can feel the emotion, like, guys, yo, go listen, go listen, okay, and I'm a huge R&B fan, so, like, I think that's why I'm obsessed with you, um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, you mentioned you went to Berkeley, yes. so you are surrounded all the time by, like, really, really talented people, yeah. how was that experience in terms of, like, did you feel like it was, like, super, super competitive? Or did it make you hustle harder? Like, yeah. what was that kind of navigating that sphere, especially mm -hmm. as a Latina? Yeah, 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 for sure. So I would say I feel in any in any space that you're in, I feel like that's like kind of like any art school, really. Mm -hmm. Like, it's definitely gonna feel competitive, but it was also um, a dope experience. Like, I was able to meet a lot of like artists that I work with now, producers. Anytime I'm gigging, like this is like my Berkeley fam that mm -hmm. I work with, and I think being there, surrounded by by so many dope people. Um, it was a way to like build that network, you know what I mean? And for me, it was more of like, yo, you gotta hustle harder because mm -hmm. you're surrounded by people that are dope at what they do and so you wanna, you wanna be even better. So for me, that's what it felt like. Um, and it was also, yeah, my way of building my network because years later, these are still the same people that I'm connected with, not just in Boston, right? Like I have people in LA, like different states, yeah. New York. So it's dope to have that network for sure, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I feel like networking community has, in my podcast, has become a super big scene. Yeah. So I love that you brought that up because I know that you have been able to like collab for shows or collab yeah. for music. And can you tell us a little bit more about how has it been um, kind of like, being accepted in that community yeah. that you were able to be a part of in Berkeley um, and maybe like a, a favorite experience or a favorite mm -hmm. memory. <laughs> yeah, dope, dope. I love that. Um, so I think Berkeley, um, it was such a dope time. So I kind of grew up in Berkeley because I was in this program called City Music, Berkeley City Music. Shout out to you guys. And I started there when I was 15. Yeah. So when I was there, that journey was dope because a lot of the people that I met there, I work with now, right? Like Tribe, one of my boys, super dope artist. I work with him. We met through City Music. Same thing with one of my producers, Sean. Shout out Sean. He'll produce far away. Produces a lot of Sean. <laughs> produces a lot of my records. But um, yeah, so that's when I started around that time. Um, and coming from Lawrence, right, you feel like, oh my God, I'm from, I'm from Lawrence, we're such a small town, but I love my city. So being able to come from Lawrence 
and and kind of be like, yo, I'm I'm here. I'm in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's super close, right? But it's yeah. still the, the no girl. That's a hike. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I tell you. <laughs> no, no, no. But like you know, it's a small town. So then when you're in Boston, especially being in Boston, and then surrounded by people from like literally from all over the world, mm-hmm. it was dope to to be in that space and be like, yo, you know what? I'm from the small town, but I'm here. Like I, I have mm-hmm. a talent just like everyone else, and it was dope to to be able to create that and like meet such dope people. So yeah. yeah. So take us like physically into birthday right now. Like, what were the hallways like like the jam sessions? Because yes. I know that's like a love language yeah. for you. Right? Oh my God. Those were the best times, dude. So like nowhere to rely. Like we would walk down the halls and a lot of times like you would hear people rehearsing, but a lot of the times we would just set them up like, yo, tonight we're gonna be in this room, eight o'clock, pull up so we can mm. like just jam out. So we would like rotate the musicians, the singers, we would be ready to go with our mics, like everything. Um, and yeah, just like really a lot of it was like improving on the spot or like doing yeah. different songs. Um, and also just meeting different people because sometimes you would walk in those rooms and you would just meet new people or, mm-hmm. you know, so it was super dope. Yeah, really I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of jam sessions because I'm not an artist by any means at all. <laughs> Shower singing cows. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but... Yeah. I feel like jam sessions like there's no rules like you kind of yes. go you go with the flow exactly. like whatever mood you're in mm-hmm. like uh, you know a drummer might give you like a crazy beat and you're like okay let me like match this the yeah, energy yeah. right now so I love that um, and mm-hmm. I feel like it probably has translated a lot into like the fun content that you put out now yeah, like sure. your acoustic covers <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yeah. that how did the acoustic covers um, especially in your car that's yes, like your you. signature um, how did that come about so I had just um, got my my new car, blue, my little baby. So I, I got baby blue and I was like, yo, how can I get creative, right? Because honestly, at that time, I felt like I didn't really have a space to create. Mm-hmm. And I, it felt like my car was that space for me to just be like, yo, you know what? Let me just prop up my phone and just film myself. So it first started just me doing like, um, doing like acoustic <laughs> before it was acoustic it was acapellas okay and um so i was just do acapella. hold on real quick for the listeners and for myself can you tell us what the difference is yes <laughs> okay so when you do something acapella it's just like you singing without music so it could be like no mm-hmm. that right now is acapella because mm-hmm. there's no music it's just me singing so it started off as the acapellas in my car and then you know i would hit up my friends who are guitarists and be like yo Oh my God, join me. Let's do this. And that's how I started Uh, with like Wes. I had Anita on there. I was in Texas once and had my boy all the way in Texas join me. And it was just dope, the feedback. Yeah. Um, Avery Wilson, who's a freaking vocal, like amazing beast, commented on that one. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) Avery Wilson. But yeah, so like things like that. So I definitely want to bring those back for sure because I I miss doing those. Yes. Very spontaneous. I'm like, you know, I like it because it's just like, it it felt effortless. It was just like, it is what it is. I'm in the car right now. Yeah. And like, I'm about to serve some good. Like, yo, after work, like, let's just get in the car. Meet me here. Let's do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Follow me on Instagram and check out all of her covers because I have a binge them all, so I know them all. Um, but Bia does a killer cover to SZA Good Days, which is Thank like you. my jam right now. Like this, this is the season of SZA Good Days. Like it's she's so good. Jam. I love her. And then like I just like I'll be in the car and it just comes on. I'm like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I freaking love that song. But I wanted yeah. to talk about your creative process. Yes. And we talked a little bit about your songwriting, but kind of how do you feel that you best are able to write songs? Do you write songs for other people? Mm-hmm. And then also, 
translating into the visual part of yeah, it. So yeah, kind yeah, of walk sure. us through like that creativity mm-hmm. and how you kind of put, it, put all the pieces together, right? Yeah, for sure. So I think for me, it comes easier for me to write my music um, because I feel like that just comes to me. Whereas, you know, creating visuals, I get so anxious. Like everybody I've worked with, my teams, I love them so much because mm-hmm. it has been a challenge. Like I nice can tell you, I... When it, I was in the process of creating um, my visual for Avismo, and I had all these thoughts in my head, but I was blessed enough to have like a team of people that understood the vision and could calm me down because when I'm telling you that I was tweaking. A nervous wreck. <laughs> I'm like, guys, like, I don't know how I'm going to look on camera. Like, oh my God, like body image. Like, mm-hmm. you start to, yo, you start to really think of the craziest stuff. And you're girl, preparing for this interview, I was like, um, I don't yo, know this anymore. No, but for real, and like the body image, like that's very real. And that was the same struggle I had with Far Away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, you know what? It, that process is like, yo, as an artist, and I remember having conversations with my friends, like, you need to just trust your craft, mm-hmm. create these visuals because people are going to see this and follow your journey, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you're not where you want to be, you have to just embrace that and do that. Um, so for me, again, like songwriting comes more naturally to me. A lot of times it's like these rhythms, I hear these melodies and then put the words, whereas the visuals, I have these these thoughts, mm-hmm. but I have to really, in order to execute, I have to trust the people that I bring along with me because that's what makes the magic happen and like people that believe in me and can push me towards that and just be like yo be like, snap out of it like you got yes. this this is gonna be dope and yeah that's how you know with that yeah and I, I was when you were speaking about visuals it's like what is in your head might be completely translated by your team in a distinct manner yeah, yeah, yeah. it just makes sense yeah but then also you know to your fan base like i can mm-hmm. watch it and you want them to be able to grasp that same passion and idea that you had in your head. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like this huge, like, translating machine almost. No, it really is. Because it is. earlier when I was saying, like, okay, but you think that music goes in one ear and out the other, but mm-hmm. it's the same thing with the visual. Like, you want them to capture that same exact Yo, idea. People will feel it. And that's another thing, too, that we're talking about all the time. Like, if you don't feel your best, that's going to translate through the camera. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't want people to see that, so you got to get out of your head, you know? Yes. So, Yeah. Um, and I wanted to ask you, what made you want to explore and play around with the concept of Spanglish in your music? Yeah, for sure. So for me, I, you know, I started off strictly more like R&B. How can I really show my voice as a singer? Because I feel like now R&B, there's, there's a lot of dope artists, but R&B back then and now is very different. I think mm-hmm. sonically, um, people, people don't sing as much. So I feel like for me, I wanted to really just showcase that, the voice, um, you know, to the best of my abilities, of course. But then with time, I was like, yo, how can I also represent my culture, right? Like mm-hmm. la- like the Latino community, Dominican community. Um, so incorporating the Spanglish it came about in that sense. Mm-hmm. Also for marketing purposes of like, yo, a larger audience, Latin, the Latin music. We already yeah. know that. Feel like, slide you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Latin urban um, market is mm-hmm. crazy right now. So I'm like, yo, you know what? I got to do the Spanglish, honey. Yeah, 100%. I love that. And it's it's different. It's different. It's very refreshing. And it like gives you like that like anti-cookie cutter mm-hmm. um, formula to exactly. your music. Exactly. 100%. So I really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to ask you, you know, your latest project, how has it been to, you know, kind of been like on grind season? Yes. Because I feel like every time I'm talking to Nice or I'm like checking out your pages, like go, go, go. Yes. Like yes. you're, you know, releasing this, planning this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely feels like a season of hustle, how we were talking about yeah, earlier. But sure. like, how has it been, you know, working on Motions. Yeah, so motions, man, that process was crazy. And listen, like w- for me, I had most of the the music done. 
um, with Abismo, in the middle of creating the, the, the project, I lost my grandma, right? Mm -hmm. So like, for example, Abismo, that song was done. And so it was, I, I lost my grandma. I was like, yo, I don't even know, how am I gonna execute this? How am I gonna wrap yeah. up this project? Like, and so one day I was with my sister and she had been showing me these, like the last conversations actually that she had yeah. with my grandma. And I was listening and I'm like, oh my God, I think I, I wanna use her. I wanna use her voice at the end of yeah. Avismo. I think that would be just a way to honor her, but also sonically, like how I wanted to envision that part of the project. Um, so I was able to incorporate her in that way. And that was, that was huge for me because I'm like, damn, this is a way that I can keep her alive in a way mm -hmm. through my music. And I thought that was super dope to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, that process was crazy because when I'm telling you, I, I buried my grandmother Saturday, the next Saturday, yo, we were, yeah. we were working, we were yes, working we were on, running. we were walking on the visuals, working on the visuals. And, um, you know, I had to, I had to really like have a moment like with my team and just be like, yo guys, like this is happening. I have to really like process this, but it was mm -hmm. still like, it, 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 it's a, it's a blessing to be able to have people that understood what was happening and were supportive and could walk me through that and be like, yo, yeah. it's okay, you got this, like, your grandma will be super proud of you. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think it really highlights as well that, like, when you are an artist and just, like, when you're working on yeah. a project and a piece, it's never really done because I feel like yeah. I have a friend who's an artist who I brought on the podcast and, like, mm -hmm. she talks a lot about, like, she thinks something's done, she'll walk away and she'll come yes. back and then it's like, you know, like, you were, you were done. And then you came back and you were like, no, I'm not done. I'm going to throw in my grandma. Yeah, there. you revisit So, things. yeah, it, it completely shifted the piece, shifted the emotion. So yeah. I really love that because it really, like, gives a, a full-on lens yeah, no, into the sure. creative process. Exactly. And I'm sure your team was like, hell yeah, this is a brilliant idea. Let's <laughs> yeah. go for it. Like, I remember telling the guys, like, oh, my God, guys, I think I want to do this. I think I want to, um, <laughs> I think I want to incorporate my grandma in this. And they were like, yo, do it. And I remember showing the girls and they were like, yo, this works. Like, yeah. This this is this is it and then then it felt it felt final you know mm -hmm. but um yeah so motions it's again like motions is just like a little bit of the emotions of everything and also like motions of life like going through the different processes different changes um and i kind of just want to take wanted to take people on a journey like mm -hmm. we start off in this like sad like space but also like a very like self self-reflective moment and you go through this journey of love like you start off mm -hmm. in this like toxic space, but then it resolves into like new love and like mm -hmm. being in a different space. So I think that's what that's I what that love was. it. Tell me a little about loving me because uh, that's my jam. <laughs> yes. My jam too. <laughs> gonna be like everything's her jam. Yes, thank you. I love that. So loving me, funny story. That was not. The it gives me like resort vibes. Like, yes. <laughs> that's so dope. Yo, when I heard it, I'm like, I gotta be in Yes. Like we gotta be out of here. But with loving me, like originally, it was another beat that I found online, and thank God I didn't use that beat mm. because, like a month or two ago, I heard a, a, an artist from New York using the same beat, <gasps> and I was like, oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> so then, you know, I had I had producers sending me um, records. Shout out to A Dot, he produced um, "Loving Me." It was A Dot and Sammy. 
Um, so yeah, loving me was just like I heard it. And I'm like, I want this to be a feel good song. I want it to be a new love because a lot of the times I write about like the sad love, like mm-hmm. oh my god, I'm in my feels. Yeah. But with loving me, it's like <laughs> it's like boo, what's good? This is yes. new. This is cute. This is refreshing. And so that's how that came about. Keep it cute, y'all. Okay. Um, yeah, I love that song. It Thank is very you. very fresh, upbeat. It's definitely Thank not you. what I was expecting. Yeah, but that's I love it. You gotta change it up. Yes. Me and my sister be having our replay. Uh, I wanted to ask you, I asked all my guests, like, you know, mm-hmm. do you think that you, your music and becoming an artist has been a part of your present day glow up? Yeah, for sure. I would say it is a part of the glow up process because for me, um, you know, when I started back in 2017, I'm not in that space where I was. Mm-hmm. And I think every season in your life is, you know, it's very like pivotal in terms of how either you are as a person and how I create. So for me in that time, 2017, I was very like sad. And even still like with motions, there's songs that seem sad, but it's, it's in a different, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, almost. So I would say, yes, um, this definitely has contributed to like being a creative is definitely a part of my glow up process a hundred percent. Cause I feel like that's how I'm able to navigate and like express what it is that I'm going through and mm-hmm. like the different seasons of my life for sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate goal is going to be when we're all lining up to go to your tour. Ah, um, let's go! We out here. Pre-book your appearance <laughs> to be a world tour. Okay, get and get behind me. All right, get behind me because I'm first in line. <laughs> Yo, that would be crazy. You imagine. Ooh. Yo, I can't wait. I can't wait because you're going to blow up. It is what it Thank is. Thank you. I wanted to ask you, what is your glow tip for the listeners today? Yes. So glow tip for sure would be, and I feel like there's so many, but I would say just believe in yourself. Always hustle. Sometimes, um, you know, as a creative too, I think as human beings, like we get in our own way. We get very scared sometimes, scared to create, scared to put things out, mm-hmm. how people will receive you. So I would say you got to stop the doubt. You got to stop those like voices in your head because mm-hmm. it's really us getting in our own way. Yeah, like absolutely. I believe we are our own competition. Mm-hmm. And, and the day we realize that, we don't worry about anybody else. We'll focus on ourselves. Unstoppable. So I would say, yo, believe in yourself, yes. hustle. Don't worry about what anybody else has to say, really. Yeah, I love yeah. how you said that because I was... I went to club. Have you heard of Clubhouse, right? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Clubhouse, and this is a two-part anecdote. But the first anecdote is I was like super amped. I'm like, wow, there's so many like amazing people on mm-hmm. Clubhouse because Clubhouse kind of brings in that again like yeah. community. Let's like all lift each other up situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like in the women's empowerment kind of like boss mm-hmm. boss woman mm-hmm. kind of type of circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was one night where I logged off and I was like. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I don't know. Like, all these women are so much more talented. You get, like, scared. I was like, I'm never going back on Clubhouse. Like, I'm shutting everything down. And it's not the truth, though. It's not. And I was, like, in full-on panic mode. Like, the the doubt was setting in so hard. And then one day, I was also on Clubhouse, and I asked a question. I was like, when did you know you were ready? Or when did you... Um, noticed you were ready and they were like I never noticed or knew I was ready it was the belief that I was ready you have to believe that you're ready and even if people like yo that happens to me a lot like if if I see that like maybe one project was doing better than the other and people are not reposting as much or or sharing as much Mm -hmm. it's like yo you know what that doesn't matter because a lot of times people in their journey they have those moments where they may feel that they're not being loved or like being appreciated and you want to give up and quit but it's like yo you know what nope you gotta mm-hmm. keep going because Absolutely. then what you and know one thing i'll never say know. about like audio and like now just being in the space where it's like reshares and likes and tags and stuff like yeah. that 
what I've noticed because podcasting is very like um, mm-hmm. you don't be feeling the love like you be like did you know anyone what? listen like hello <laughs> because there's nothing yeah. specifically like like or yeah. yeah and there's people that you know you can reshare or take a picture or something but yeah. my point being that it's like there's not as many markers on how mm-hmm. success is being portrayed exactly. for example mm-hmm. but what I've noticed in this journey I've been doing podcasting for almost two years now or two years is that people are always watching Dude, so you know you, you might feel that you watch and you're looking. They're watching. <laughs> okay. Yo, it's crazy. No, for real. So I think that's what it is. Like if we get out of our own way and out of our heads, it would be a different ballgame. I mean, I think the fact that it's like you're still doing things, like you still push yourself, and at the end, when I say you, I mean like us, like mm-hmm. every every creative that I know. It's kind of like we're all gonna have those moments, mm-hmm. and I think it wouldn't be normal if we didn't have those moments, you know. But Absolutely. it's all a part of the process. Cheers to that. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. Um, I wanted to ask you to wrap up. Who is someone that inspires you in your music? Yes, um, Selena. Everybody that knows Anything me. For Selena. For Selena. <laughs> Yo, I love her, and then she kind of like Selena. no, because like artistically, when I'm thinking like vocally she was insane but then also performance wise like mm-hmm. she knew how to she really knew how to captivate an audience mm-hmm. so I think that's what stood out to me she's definitely one of my influences I have like Jasmine Sullivan Beyonce Lucky Day so you know old school R&B yes. new school jazz a little bit of like everything a little bit of everything you know Dominican music um, everything <laughs> cue the bachata right now cue the bachata like, yo talk about really being in your feels <laughs> no <laughs> for real um, but I want to ask you, what are your goals for this year? So you you launched Motion. Yes. Like, what else can we expect from Via Javier this year, 2021? Yes. Thank you. So definitely more um, live performances that I'm. The world is opening, y'all. Yo, the world is opening. I'm trying to you know book these gigs, honey. Yeah. Um, and like you had mentioned, Motion. So obviously that EP is out. Make sure you guys stream that. Um, visuals for Avismo. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys follow me on. Instagram, Via Javier, my YouTube page, Via Javier, everything's Via Javier. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of what people should ex- be expecting, definitely more music, more shows. I'm praying that goes through because COVID really, listen, COVID shifted everything. Shifted I was everything. ready to do it, but I was literally had shows lined up. Mm-hmm. COVID hit, and they were like, honey, everything's canceled. So, oh, the worst. The Ready worst. to get back on stage. You, are you on TikTok? You know, I'm not, dude. I need to get, get on TikTok. I need to get <laughs> The world needs to be on TikTok. No, but everybody, you're like, honestly, like, I don't even know how many other people have been telling me, yo, be enemy, get on TikTok, get on TikTok. My yes. niece, dude, who's nine, she was like, Titi, get on TikTok, let's do TikTok to your music. Legit. I would care for some via TikTok. Even just like, I feel like TikTok has become like obviously like the dancing, yeah. the fun, the easy, but also like it's a learning, a place people go to learn. Yeah. So like there could be people who are Bia in 2017 who want to learn more about oh how That's can dope. I hit this vocal range or you know like I I'm think sure, that. girl. <laughs> we'll sit down for a consultation after because we no. About no. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, really. like the sure. world, the world needs more of Bia. So get on everywhere. Thank you. Um, and what is your glow accessory? What is something you can't be without? Um, that's a tough one. There's so many. I think for me, I have to have my blistex. Honey, if I don't have chapstick, yo, my lips is Yo, I wish Raymond was here so he could hear about the chapstick. No, like, I need to fight him. No, for real, like, my lips feel crazy. If I don't have, like, every two seconds, I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. So I would definitely say my blistex and a mirror. Yo, since I've been in high school, my friends are like, yo, you have a problem. Like, I always have to have a mirror. 
Home Academy <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty bizarre. Okay, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Alright, y'all. So now we're about to play a little game called This or That. Ooh. And a nice guy here and I was like, so I made this corny game. <laughs> I'm excited though. <laughs> like, she's like, alright, let me let me hear this. She was worried. <laughs> and then it wasn't that bad. I just be again in my head. Yo. Um and I was trying to portray Bia properly in these questions. <laughs> now I'm making her nervous. Let's go. Alright, so this right. is that. We're gonna start real simple. <clears throat> Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi, dude. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking soda. Yeah, she said. I mean, yeah. I will drink anything. Especially if there's rum in it. Like, so oh, hand it over. Yeah. Speaking of rum, um, dark or white liquor? Dark, honey. Hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. SZA or Jasmine Sullivan? Oh, Jasmine. Honey, dude. I love SZA, but Jasmine. I love them both, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Kalani or Janae Aiko? Janae, honey. We're gonna, I'm gonna collab with her. Like, yeah. secretive, like, just like questions I wanted to you know. You know, but Kalani, they're both fire, but Janae. I love them. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Versus version. Keisha or Ashanti? Ashanti. Dude, I'm not Ashanti. I'm sorry. I'm Like, Keisha Cole's good, but it's like Ashanti. Yeah, and she's a really dope writer, but she got, I feel like she has more hits, 100%. Yeah, I think I think the verses do to come down to like who has more hits. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Like, Kishiko don't got hits. Like, no, she, for she real. has a good ass voice, but. Ashanti's for sure. That's for another day. You're right. Um, <laughs> Starbucks or Dunks? Oof. Damn, hold on. I'm a Dunks girl. Dunks. I like Starbucks, and it's too surprised. Like, yeah, it is. But Dunks, yeah. But when you be channeling your inner bougie, you're like, nah, but Dunks. Damn, Starbucks, Starbucks company. Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks be having ball. I can't even. That's that's not, yeah. My thing is, I'm also that's a Dunks girl because Dunks is nice to my pockets, and it's just more like more places, more accessible. Right? Like Starbucks is. But not, my yeah. thing is the quality control with Dunks. Like oh, I go to Dunks, and I don't know what the hell I'm getting. Like yeah, it yeah. could be the right drink. Yeah, no, so that's so true. It's so true. Like where you go, dep it depends. Sometimes yeah. it's not the same. There's one near my job. You don't know what I'm saying, so just forget it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, it's just it's that's really so true, dude. My like, they should work into my job description. Obviously, this is when the world was open, but <laughs> I'd be like, I went to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> And it'd be like a confessional hour. I'm like, I ordered this. <laughs> they gave me this. This tastes like confessional. Like, no, it's, it's true. So it's so bad. Like, I'm just like, don't Damn, you, you got me with that. Bro. I don't know, bro. Might have to I love Dunkin' too. Like, it just is what it is. Oh, but like, Starbucks, they need yeah. help. They yeah. need a better training system. So, 100%. what's your favorite show right now? Oof. Wait, there's so many, dude. I just finished Game of Thrones. Yo, it was okay. crazy. Game of Thrones, because my sisters and my brother-in-law were like, yo, can you please watch Game of Thrones? Like, please. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then I started watching, and I was like, yo, this is I think I'm the first who was remade in the, uh, I don't know. Yeah, because that's what it was for years. Like, I, I would see so many people tweeting about it, and when I finally watched it, I'm like, yo, I understand okay. the hype. The yeah. hype, the hype is real. <laughs> yeah. uh, favorite, favorite throwback reggaeton song? Ooh. Um... Wait. For eso, freaky, freaky, freaky. Hey, that's a good one. I was literally in like eighth grade when I yo, like maybe cool. younger, maybe like seventh grade. Yo, that's a good one. That's a good one. I was in the car the other day and I was listening to a song that referenced the song that I'm gonna say. I know I didn't ask for my. No, what I'm gonna is Yo, you remember 
reason, either the ringtones or like the voicemail people would call you. Yeah, that's, 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 that's mad. Like, and then I was like, thought I was being slick because I was like, get it, get it, you're calling. Yeah. <laughs> So that's I have a lot of throwback things over my day. That's a good one. It's um, funny. Do you have a fave performance to date? I know COVID mm. threw you through a loop. Yeah. Well, mm, let me see. Um, there's just so many. So there's one coming oh, out. Man. Yeah. No, there's, there's a lot of good ones, but I'm excited because I have one coming up with Miso Brown. Shout out to Miso Brown. Nice. Um, it's a live production with like a full band. And it felt great to do that because that was the first time in literally since COVID being able to perform with a full band. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for you guys to check that out. So when is that happening? That. Um, it should be out in a few weeks. Okay. Um, but we already, you know, filmed it. Amazing. And yeah, dude, I'm excited for that one. That was gonna be good. Oh, that's amazing. Do you have a dream collab? If you could collab with anyone. Oh. That's tough. I've always said Janae Aiko, I'm like, okay, there's three right now that I could think. Janae Aiko, one day, Bad Bunny, oh, Damn, but wait, there's quite like Rosalia and Jasmine Sullivan. Ooh, Rosalia. I'm good. obsessed, dude. So good. She's yeah. good. I love them all. She's very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. I, I love, love those. And could you do a 30 second cover for us? Winner's choice, whatever you'd like. Okay. Um, let me see. I could do an original maybe. Okay. Not looking back, no more, no more, no more. You're trying to pull me back into your trap. You said the same shit, doing the same shit, yeah. Watch you hear my line, talking crazy, tell me, baby, always manipulating. Like, why you always saying? You know you'll never do what you need to. It's so sad, so sad, so sad. You go mad. She mentioned yes. Via Javier on everything mm -hmm. but TikTok, but we're gonna work on that. Go find her, check out Motions. I'm a Spotify girl, so go on Spotify. Yes. But go anywhere, check it out. It's you're gonna have it on replay because it's a brief, free listen, like just so good. Thank and you. Have you in your feels or lack thereof, and <laughs> just do what you gotta do. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I think I'm gonna make this video thing uh like a tradition you have to keep doing it dude why not so because i think it is able to let us like really show our emotions yeah. our personalities people capture that in more. the world like i said the world is opening um so yeah thank you so much be sure to subscribe on youtube because now it's going up on youtube i got a youtube now i got a youtube mom no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> let's go oh my God. so be sure to follow the globe effect on instagram 
I also have my website, www.theglobeeffect.com, where you can learn more about me, more about my episodes. This is season three already. Like, have a time. We have fun. Yes. And I have new services. So I do coaching. I help podcasters launch their podcasts. I also help women launch their passion projects. So Clarity Coaching is... I'm your girl. Yes. Let's get you launched and ready. And then I also do social media strategy. So hop on my website, check it out, and I'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> cheers. Yo, cheers. That was dope. That was really dope. I love that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Glove Effect Podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the Glow Up Effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at The Glow Effect. 